another episode of Aussie Tech Heads. Yes, it's the 16th, the 11th, 2017, and it's episode 559. Hope your week has been good. As you would have heard, we are brought to you by athwebhosting.com.au. If ever you need some web hosting for your blog or for a, uh, a small business or whatever, be perfect, perfect little host for that sort of stuff. So jump on, WordPress install under about three clicks, so go for your life. All right. Uh, tonight on the show, we've got uh, Eric and Jason is back, and we've also got someone that uh, new that we haven't heard of from before, but we're going to get to him in a minute. I'll just tell you, got to tell you about the AussieTechRadio.com. Uh, go there, download your tune in radio, and you can listen to wall to wall, back to back, 24 7 podcasts, uh, a tech podcast that is, uh, from Australia and New Zealand. Not too many from New Zealand, I don't know what's going on with those guys. They've, they've faded over there. Uh, Facebook.com forward slash AussieTechHeads and YouTube.com forward slash AussieTechHeads on the Twitter at uh, at Aussie Tech Heads, at Glenn Goodman, at Eric Franco, Eric with a K, at Warlock. Uh, don't forget the Aussie Mac Zone. Michael, each week, will go through all the good stuff about Apple and 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 bow down and praise it to the to the hundredth degree. He loves it. He loves it. All right, let's uh, get on with the show. Let's uh, let's get in. Uh, Jason first. How you going, Jace? Hey, not too bad. How yourself, Glenn? Yeah, not too bad. Thanks. What have you been up to? A uh, bit of this and that. Bit of that? Oh, good stuff. <laughs> Still doing my Fitbit programming, keeping busy with that, have a lot of fun. Excellent. And uh, Eric, how you going? Uh, gentlemen, good evening. How are you? Good, thank you. Good, thank you. And uh, look, our special guest this week is Jordan. How you going, Jordan? I'm good, mate. And you? Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, now, tell us a bit about yourself, Jordan. Where are you from, just vaguely? Victoria or somewhere, I think you yeah, said? Yeah, Victoria. Yep. Yeah, good Victoria. stuff. Good. And now you come to us, you listen You listen to the show and... Uh, you yeah, thought, quite often. Oh, good stuff. Sorry about that. Yeah. Much poor, bar, poor <laughs> bastard. Well, you know, I have an, an hour's trip to work every weekend, and an hour's trip home, so usually get a couple of episodes in. Oh, excellent. On now, uh, you're obviously interested in tech, so what sort of... Are you PC guy, Mac guy? What are you? What sort of guy are you? Um, I'm PC predominantly at home. But right. I, I look, I like any technology, really. So yeah, cool, cool. And what do you I have? A uh, I have a Pixel phone. I haven't cool. used an Apple phone for years. Right, right. So, um, so you're in the the Android universe, the Android yeah, yeah. first, yeah, yeah, right. And and you so like it, obviously. The other half of the family's on Apple. <laughs> so, oh yeah, yeah. Yep. I know. Look, yeah. I think I, I know. I've been saying that next my next phone could not. Well, could possibly not be an Apple, but then the more I think about it, the more I think I'm not really that entrenched into the iOS, you know, ecosystem. But geez, it's going to be hard to leave. Also, because I've got an iPad, you know, I've got the iPhone. Everyone else has got iPhones, so it would be a, a hard Family to leave. Family sharing too. Yeah, well, that's right. That's right. But yeah. Uh, yeah, uh yeah, cool. So, what sort of PCs have you got? Have you got? Uh, uh, yeah, what are you using for? Just like normal office work. Games, the gamer. Uh, oh, look, a, a little bit of everything. I, I've only just bought one in about twelve months ago, just or updated what I had because I do a lot of audio stuff um, and right. a, a little bit of website stuff, but more just you know the usual day to day stuff. Yeah, but, cool, good yeah. stuff. That's about what do I do. You think you'll upgrade to a Pixel two? Um, no, I was reading an article today about the Pixel three coming out next year, and it sounds. Like it's going to be pretty good, so I'm not out. I was going to wait. I was like, I don't want to get the Pixel 1 because I heard they rushed it. I want to get the Pixel 2. And then when I was ready to change, I was like, oh, I'm going to get the Samsung Galaxy S8. That sounds really cool. So it I just got that cool. instead. It does sound cool. Especially since I got the free um, Gear VR with it that I hardly ever use. Yep. yep. All right. Yep. Now, uh, look, we got an email through the week. 
and uh, it is from Paul. Now, this is quite a good little a good little site he sent. Now, I think I sent it around to Eric and Jace uh, for you guys to have a look at. But it's uh, he says, uh, hi, everyone. Someone at work provided me a cool link to fight spammers. It's called rescam.org. Uh, so apparently what you do with it is uh, you send it, you forward all your spam emails uh, to the, to an address that it gives you, and then there's a bot at the other end, and just keeps them busy for a little while, just wastes their time. So it's that's pretty good. I'll see if I can get you a screenshot. Uh, it's called rescam.org. Did you guys uh, have a chance to get have a look at it? I'm questioning uh, the legality of it. <laughs> why is why is that? I'm thinking to myself that might be a scam on itself. Well, I did yeah. think that. <laughs> yes, I thought that as well. Uh, but look, it's, it looks like a, a fair, fair income web page, but uh, I've got a redirection. Oh, r e s c a m dot org. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one. Yeah, I think Google Google's planning. It's a very confusing website. Yeah, I guess you look. I can't even. It's time. I can't even get into it now. Is that all it's got? Maybe I need a full... Hang on. Why can't I get oh, into She's that? talking to me. Oh, you got to email your... Okay, right here. Gotcha. She's talking to me on the she homepage. Is? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't get that. I don't know why that's not working. I'm in Firefox and I, I can't get that working. Well, there's your problem. But anyway... <laughs> nothing happening for me and... Hey, I'm in Edge, so... Oh, living edge. on the Edge. Sorry, oh, what did you say? Dude. Something crazy there. <laughs> what? Oh. I could have said Google, but I wasn't going to lie about it. <laughs> so it says, it just comes up with a note right there in the bottom here. Thank you for your unbelievable response. Based on the volume of emails coming in, it's clear the world's had enough of spam. So so what happens? Because I had a look at it. I don't know why that's not coming up. I know there's a new version of Firefox. Maybe something broke. But uh, but anyway, so what it does is, as I said, like you forward it to, I think the email address is you forward it to me at rescam.org from memory and so once it gets that email it sort of determines what sort of scam it is if it's a you know one of those inheritance scams or a bank scam or or a, a dating site scam and then the bot at the other end decides what to do and then responds to you or responds to the uh to the spammer uh with plain english with typos and all that sort of stuff to make out it's coming from a real person and yeah and it's all about just wasting their time so that's that's good. I love it. Uh, so thanks, Paul. The only problem is the, um, a lot of the spammers and scammers will send off emails to you with uh, fake reply to and fake from addresses. Yeah. Yep. The the reply address will be glenn at aussietechheads.com.au. So when people forward an email to them, they're going to start hitting back at you. Right. Yeah, but how do they... But if you're responding to them, their real email must be there somewhere to respond back to. If if you're doing a response thing, unless they just send you to a website and the email's got fake from uh, and reply to details. Oh, fair enough. But I they thought... might say, click here, click here and we'll give you a million dollars. So you go to a website. But if you don't click here and you forward that email that's from glenn at aussietechheads.com.au, to these guys, then they're going to start responding to glenn.aussietechheads.com.au, I think. Because I also had a uh, question in my mind, which you might be able to answer this, Jace, but, you know, they also can tell, like, when you open an email to tell what then they know your email box is live. So yep. by forwarding, is that opening? I, I guess it must be because I go into my spam box and I have yeah, to open, it, open it to forward activate it. the um, yep. invisible one-by-one one gift that um, gives them all your details. 
Yeah, right, right. So it might not be that good, but uh, it's still called web bugs if anyone wants to look it up. Send them an Apple one. What a a, a proper one. Yeah. <laughs> right. Good stuff. All right. Uh, look, or edit, edit the from and reply to fields to be somebody that you really hate. Send them one from Timmy, Uncle Tim. <laughs> Uncle he Tim. Took it Apple.com. Uncle Tim is, uh, was in the news this week. I think, I think Chase, you got that story, didn't you? You pulled that one out. Please yeah. don't talk about Uncle Tim. <laughs> from... oh, it's a funny one, though. You might like it. Really? Yeah, go, Jase. What happened? sent his well wishes to Australia in a congratulatory tweet following the vote on same-sex marriage. There was just one slight problem. The man responsible for making the most recognisable smartphones in the world apparently needs to work on his emoji game because he tweeted the wrong flag alongside the message. What flag did he tweet? As some eagle-eyed social media user pointed out, Mr Cook, who was accidentally outed as being gay by a CNBC host live on TV a few years ago, Included the New Zealand flag in the tweet. He did, however, oh, well, they're all gay anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, so it's it, it up later, but yeah, <laughs> Whoops. It, it, I, yeah, a, a couple of people uh, came up on uh, and said, "Yeah, thanks, Tim. But you got the wrong flag. No big deal." But uh, I was going to try and find a picture of the New Zealand flag just to give Sherry the difference. Probably about six thousand people would reply to him. <laughs> That's what Twitter is like. It's just the same flag, isn't it, with one star? Yeah, yeah. The main, the main stars missing. So the Southern Cross, yes, in red. Right. But yeah. we have Southern Cross in white with the uh, seven-pointed star as well. That's right. So, but yeah, so it was the wrong flag. But you know, the, the, the emojis are pretty small, so you don't really blame. Yeah, for... near enough's good enough, right? Well, yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's down there somewhere. You know, Australia's down there somewhere. All right. Uh, look, another Apple story. Apple goes to mediation over denying customers. Uh, that uh, denying customer fixes for the Error 53. Remember, I think it was February or so last year that uh, people were coming in with Error 53s on their phone. Uh, the, the phone was yep. virtually bricked because they had, say, broken their screen or cracked their screen and they've taken it to a third party uh, to get it fixed. And the the sensor or the when it, when it phoned home to Apple, it realised there was different parts, not author, authorised parts. And so the phone just had a spaz and bricked itself. So, uh, so it's so Apple has said. So, what the problem was with the A Triple C was, if the screen and and this is what Apple has said: in, if the screen on your iPhone or iPad was replaced at an Apple service center, Apple store, or authorized service provider, contact Apple support. If the screen or other part of your iPhone or iPad was replaced somewhere else, contact Apple support about pricing information for out of warranty repairs. So Apple allegedly told customers who previously sought repairs for unrelated issues such as replacing a cracked screen that it would not front the costs. So I think that was where the, the problem was. Like they were in, say, we're, were within warranty or something. The, the, the part was someone went somewhere else, you know, to get the screen fixed because, you know, Apple probably charged them 400 You go down the, the corner stop, probably cost you, you know, 150 Well, or the other problem is if it was somebody like me, there's my Apple store is Sydney. Yeah, yeah. Five hours drive away from there, it's easier for me to take it to Joe's Screen Repair, who lives down the road from here, than to ship it off to Apple in Sydney and wait a few days or drive down there myself. So I think that's where a lot of people would have the problem. Mm. But like, I can see, like I know we did, we did discuss this uh, before, I can see why 
the that Apple want to control the parts and because as I think we discussed it was the security issue like with the thumbprint and all this sort of stuff if there's third party parts coming in they could they could open the phone up to security flaws yeah but, um, I think what we decided was just disable the fingerprint scanner and let them still use the phone yeah but type in a passcode from now on and just the thumbprint scanner yeah. didn't work. your phone's fine yeah yeah you wouldn't have any problems Jordan you don't care do you because you've got a pixel <laughs> yeah, I love my pixel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> does, does pixels does pixels have uh, uh, thumbprints or fingerprint access and all yeah, that? Yeah, it's on the on the back of the phone, and it's centered, unlike the Samsung S8. Right, right in the middle. Oh, not yep. next to the camera. And what about uh, is Apple the first one with the facial recognition, like to uh, unlock? No, the every uh, Android has had that for like four or five years now. Yeah, they'll be Apple will be very quick to tell you that you know they all the they all. This is innovative up. though. Innovative, it scans your face. But wasn't there <laughs> yeah. wasn't there an issue just through the week or something where someone yeah. had a two hundred dollar mask and it opened the yep. phone? I read that article. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, twin, twins can open it. Kids and can get around it. There was a, yeah. a young kid that opened his mum's phone with it. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah I, my yeah, daughter, so. my daughter put her toe print to open my phone. <laughs> <laughs> And it works. Nice. It does. Yeah. yeah. With a big toe. How does it smell? <laughs> Just like a toe. No jam? Just toe? No. <laughs> Only with peanut butter. <laughs> yum, yum. All right. Uh, so, all right. So, that's what Apple's doing. All right. Um, Jace, what, what, did you, what else have you got for us? Well, since, since we're on Apple, when you're a billionaire tech mogul, it's hard not to be compared to those that came before. Take Tesla chief executive Elon Musk, for example. The philanthropists often receive parallels between his life and that of fictional Marvel character Tony Stark. And then there's a suggestion that he's the second coming of Steve Jobs. Oh. Although Musk is not overly thrilled by either comparison, the latter is more concerning. Not because he doesn't respect the Apple founder's legacy, rather his fashion sense. In a revealing interview with Rolling Stone published Wednesday, Musk talked about the t- a time he was asked to wear a black turtleneck, which was a famous trademark of Jobs during a photo shoot. He was not impressed. If I was dying and I had a turtleneck on, with my last dying breath, I would take the turtleneck off and try to throw it as far away from my body as possible, he explained. <laughs> Musk didn't dwell on the fashion choices of millionaires for too long, with the interview quickly turning to his concerns for the dangers of artificial intelligence. Climate change is the biggest threat that humanity faces this century. Oh, Except for AI, he said. I keep telling people this. It would be better if we mitigated the effects of global well, warming and had cleaner air in our cities and weren't drilling for vast amounts of coal, oil and gas in parts of the world that are problematic and will run out anyway. As if we're a multiplanetary species that would reduce the possibility of some single event, man-made or natural, taking out a civilization as we know it, as it did to the dinosaurs. Oh, he talks a lot of shit, doesn't he? <laughs> Has that battery been built yet? No. Yeah, it's but, the yeah. one. Oh, that the, the the biggest battery in the world that's going to run South Australia for all of twenty four minutes. That one. Yes, that one. <laughs> that's right. No, it hasn't. Isn't he? Yeah, but isn't he? He's going out with a an Australian girl, isn't he? Elon. Is oh, that right? Who knows? I like him. I reckon he's all right. Yeah. They well, say they've made it halfway through building the battery. Oh yeah. Halfway well, through. Okay. Good. Yeah. Well, I guess like you know, everyone's after his cars and all that sort of stuff. So, well, if the, I think if we can go towards like everyone, 
like, like you know, no one wants to you know dig coal up and, and burn it, but at the moment, that's what's going on. That's how we do things. Commonwealth Bank said they're not going to lend any money to any um, coal research or yeah. fuel in the future from now on. Yeah, right. You wait, you wait till they drop the subsidies from those stupid wind farms. Yeah, but they might not, but who knows? They will, mm. guarantee it. Uh, yeah, so Elon, he doesn't like the turtleneck, all right? Good on him. He can. He's allowed to not wear one if he doesn't want to. Uh, now, look, I've, I've got one here. Oh, let's, Jordan, did you have a story you want to... Um, I, I can bring it up, with? yeah. Yeah, get on, um, with, get on with one. Let's hear what you find interesting this week. Well, I, I found this one. Uh, Microsoft has a secret weapon in its fight to save uh, the headphone jack. That was one of the stories. Oh. <laughs> Do we need it I saved? Read... I well, think they well, reckon... They've Apple says no, we don't. They've <laughs> submitted a patent um, for it. For the head, it's got some. They've submitted a patent for the headphone jack stuff in it. Okay. Yeah, so that it can. I, I think, from what I gather, it's so it can adjust size, so that it can be in a thin phone, which is because oh. the Pixel and the okay. Apple have gotten rid of theirs, so that they can have the thinner phone. Thinner you know? phone, yeah. Yeah, because I know Eric, you was a big. Uh, uh, you know, you didn't like it, did you? But you've got used to no, it now. Yeah. No. You, well, the it. only reason I, I'm used to it now is because I've got the conductive Eight. charger. Mm. Right. So, so you I can have it I can have it charging and still listen. Yes. But so you're happy. Without that, that's the the iPhone seven I I skipped that altogether. Yeah. Because for that reason. But the iPhone eight comes with the inductive charging. So Nice. All right. Um yeah. But the Jordan. Pixel two doesn't have a headphone jack, does it? I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. Don't know. So yeah. So what are they doing? They they've got the they've taken a patent out on the. They've they've, they've submitted a patent for it. Um, and it, uh, this wasn't the article I was going to read. I jumped ahead of myself. Um, yeah. And from what I gather, it has moving parts and and all. So it's going to. I think it's going to adjust in size as you plug it in and out or something. Yeah. Right. So I don't that's know how clever. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Oh, that's all right. Well, stay tuned for that. That's about time yeah. Microsoft started. Uh, Rolling out a patent for something like it seems yeah. that they're always oh, playing look, catch I up. Think, I think they could get rid of it to be honest, but it doesn't bother me the headphone jack. But yeah, look, yeah, I reckon you, you're probably right. Like I think that you know, like I like it. Well, obviously because I've got just normal headphones. But you know, if if there's no if ever all the headphones started to come out, you know, with the special connector or the wireless headphones or that, yes, you don't need it. Uh, and I think well, look, I, I've got no problem with anything that's wireless. I just don't like them separated because if you lose one, you've got to go and bloody, you know, replace yeah. it, the Apple one. Right? So if it was tied together like this, mm. right, but not plugged into anything, so if it comes off, it's still together, that wouldn't worry me. And the second thing is I just don't, because it's Bluetooth most of the time, these headphones, that it just burns the battery up on your phone. Mm. Yeah. That's the only problem. Yeah. Yeah. For that, I couldn't care less. Right? And plus your, your phone gets extremely hot while it's running Bluetooth through. Hmm. Yeah. See, I like the headphone jack just for the um, the usability of being able to plug it in to anything. I mean, I work yes. in, the, in the entertainment industry, so I'm always plugging my phone in to play music. Exactly. Or, exactly. You've still got those mixers that still need plugs. Yeah. 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 So usability, I don't want them to get rid of it that quick, but I don't care if they do eventually. <laughs> but I think, like, even though, doesn't the iPhone 8, Eric, does it have a jack or something that you can put in so you can still use a normal three and a half? Like, yeah, 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 A dongle. A dongle, yeah. That's one. It comes yes. with a dongle. So you can still use the old headphones on yeah. it, but, it's, but at the same time, you're still using up the only plug that it's there. Right? Yeah. So unless you've got inductive charger, you're not going to be able to 
listen charge and, and listen at the same time. Yeah. Now, is that, is well, that, now you've got now you've got Bluetooth and you've got the inductive charger. The next one doesn't need a lightning port either, does it? Probably not. Now, are you upset that you got the eight instead of the X? Because I saw your phone cover no. just then no. with the big X no. on the back. No, no, that's <laughs> a, that's actually a um, that's actually a a magnet for my car. Oh, it's, right. It's, so it just sticks onto the. So I thought, it hasn't got. A, it's not not a chunky um, phone. Yeah, holder. I thought it was yeah. buyer's remorse. Yeah, so, so it wasn't no, like no. buying an eight, pretending you got a ten or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's an eight. Okay. Now, uh, sorry, Jordan. Was that, oh. that that was all for that one? Was that? Yeah, that was the. Uh, yeah, I had, cool. That wasn't the one I was. Oh, give okay. You, but I'll go for I'll the one. another one for later. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, let me tell you about Jerry Harvey, um, because oh, go <laughs> Harvey, go. go Harvey, go. This, is, this sounds like a good story. I like this one. <laughs> no, it was just something. Oh, look, I don't want to dwell on this one too much. It was just something in passing, just as a matter of interest, really. But but anyway, Jerry Jordan Freud. Hey, but anyway, Freud. Australian Shareholder Association, in which the uh, they must own some shares in Jerry Harvey. Well, they're looking at kicking him out. So he's a an executive. Oh. Uh, what is he? He's they a co that. a co-founder, chairman, uh, or whatever of the board of the company. But they're and looking probably at, a ma- and probably a majority shareholder as well. Uh yes, they did, but it, they did it to Jobs. They kicked him out the board. So anyway, I'll, I'll read this how this says here. So a scathing letter from the Australian Shareholders Association in which the investor advocacy, advocacy group called for the chairman and co-founder, Jerry Harvey, to step down. Now, the ASA, which seeks to represent independent retail shareholders, has taken issue with a range of matters at Harvey Norman, which it said was virtually alone in having a non-independent majority on its board. So what's happening is because Jerry's been going for so long, I think he's surrounded himself on the board with people that have been there for years and years and years and years. And so nepotism. Yeah. So the ASA is worried or they're concerned that they can't get a fair go there. So the ASA judges a director to no longer be independent once they have spent more than 12 years on a board. So it plans to vote against the company's remuneration report as well as reappointment of Harvey and two directors. So there you go. They they weren't happy. Apparently, what you know, if you can believe it, what spurred it all on was that they they hit out at Harvey Norman for failing to list Amazon, which is set to launch in Australia as a key business risk listed in its annual report. Well, he might not. Ah, uh, right. Yeah, and they didn't list it as a as a potential problem. Yeah, um, because all he's always said, Amazon. Ah, he cares about Amazon. Yeah. No one cares about. He doesn't care. Get, Amazon's going to come in and they said they're going to be selling at not the raised Australian tax prices, but they're going to put the prices down to whatever they think it should be. Jerry wants to keep it up high so he can make his profits for his horses. Mm. Yeah, yes, that's, that's right. <laughs> but, yeah, so uh, do you know how how does that work, Eric? Do you know, like this Australian Shareholders Association? So they've got a state. They're just an activist group, that's all. So they're representing the say the minority shareholders or oh, yes and no yes and no yeah minorities yes and but generally there it's about um transparency they attack all <coughs> all sorts of companies not just jerry harvey and anything if they see that there's on some sort of uh corporate governance issue that's not up to scratch they will um they will go you so what they're saying is so at their general meeting which was actually i think it was today uh, which was today, Thursday. So what they're saying is the shareholders, what say, wanted all the proxies for the, the 
the other shareholders to be able to come in and vote the way to get Harvey out. Well, proxies gonna you can you, you can you can it's I think it's one vote per per share. So if you've got ten shares, you get ten votes, um, and that's where they're going to come unstuck. Because if if Harvey, if Jerry Harvey's got thirty eight million shares, good luck voting against that. So so that's yes. why they're trying to gather everyone. Say, look, give all your voting rights to me for this occasion, yep. and we'll see if we can match his number of votes and yeah, see if we and can get him out. Yeah, mm. and Jace was right. Yeah, that's what they did to Steve Jobs. Happen. Why did he say that? Do you reckon he's got more than the others? Amassed? Well, he's got mates too that are on the register. Yeah, don't forget that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, uh, Jace. What else you got? Well, something interesting. Mozilla today launched <laughs> Firefox fifty-seven, oh. branded Firefox Quantum for Windows, Mac, Linux, Android, and iOS. The new version, which Mozilla calls by far the biggest update since Firefox one point in two thousand and four brings massive performance improvements and a visual redesign. The quantum name signals Firefox 57 is a huge release that incorporates the company's next-generation browser engine, Project Quantum. The goal is to make Firefox the fastest and smoothest browsers, browser for PCs and mobile devices. The company has previously promised that users can expect some big jumps in capability and performance through the end of the year. Indeed, three out of the four past releases 53, 54, and 55 included quantum improvements, but those were just the tip of the iceberg. Additionally, Firefox now exclusively supports extensions built using the web extension API, and unsupported legacy extensions will no longer work. Yeah, so it looks all right. It makes you want to... Uh, I'd be getting willing to... Yeah, I've, I've got it. It's not bad. It's a bit faster than the old one. Mm. Yeah. Now, well, why do you uh, choose Edge, Jordan? Any particular reason, or that's just what comes up? It was there. Yeah, I, I really don't have much of a problem with it. It was a bit, it was a bit icky at first, but yeah. um, yeah. I really don't mind it. And I, I heard they've um, released Edge or Edge is coming for Android. Yes, um, I think that's iOS. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, iOS. I think it's definitely got sync it. All your, yeah, yeah, sync all your things between you mm. know your devices. I, I kind of I don't mind it. Yeah, I, I, I use it as a, my everyday browser. But I've got Google there. If, you know, if, I, if if I'm getting a bad search result or something, I'll bring up google but yeah yeah, yeah like I, I use chrome as my main one uh mainly i don't really know why i think i started using it because it was a little bit faster you know a few years back i uh, had the extensions which were really good and i moved off moved away from firefox I, I, firefox was weren't rendering things as well as the chrome was uh and then i yeah. just stuck with chrome but i'm i'm keen to have a look at this uh quantum firefox quantum for sure yeah i read the article on that today it looked really good yeah, yeah. yeah I, was, so. I was using um, Firefox for a while and then it seemed to get bogged down, so I went to Chrome. But then Chrome, I think, came out first on mobile devices and, and synchronized bookmarks and yeah. current pages and all that sort of stuff. So I went with Chrome then, but uh, they brought that out in Firefox since. But I've already been on Chrome for so long and all my bookmarks and everything set up there and they synchronize stuff. So I yeah. just stayed with it. And you log into Chrome with your Google account to synchronize stuff to the cloud. So, oh yes, yeah, that's just true. Made things easier. Yeah, they've got the extensions going in Edge now too. Yeah, yeah, okay, which is right. good. Yes, yeah, yeah. I no. didn't have any for a while. 
Yeah. No, that's right, and that was a downfall. But I think that yeah, look, Edge is clean. It look it's a clean looking browser, which is I think that's what I like about it. Uh, but I don't know. I just look, I've got it on my desktop. I, I can I've got the icon there. Just I don't know. Just don't click on it. <laughs> For some reason, unless I, I normally use another browser like IE or Edge when I have to log into like another Google account or something. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah that's time. what I do yeah. when I when that's I want to upload mm. this show. I've got it cookied on another browser, <laughs> right. and then when I want to upload for, you know, the Minecraft or old fart geeks, I've got them on different browsers. So I just put into that. Mm. Also, just mentioning, um, following up with the Harvey Norman one, it says he owns a third of the shares. Right, right. I said thirty-eight percent. Well, I was wasn't yeah. far off. So you'd yep. be right. you'd be he'd be hoping that his cronies uh, own the other another thirty-three at least. So uh, keep him keep him safe. Well, you don't need that much. You only need another eighteen fifty-one percent. Fifty-one. Actually, you don't even need that. It's fifty percent plus point one is yeah. enough. Yep, yep. All right, uh, Jordan. What was that one you were going to talk to us about? All right, I'll try and read it off this time rather than skipping ahead. Um, <laughs> Uh, Microsoft has opened up previews for a new type of Skype account that will allow users to accept online payments and take notes from a single desktop client. Uh, Skype professional account is aimed at small business owners uh, who conduct lessons or video communication on the video communications platform, such as tutoring and, and instructors and consultants. Um, the new service features... Uh, sorry, the new services... <laughs> Sorry, the new Surface merges features from third-party online payment platforms and Outlook, allowing users to accept payments, uh, take bookings and record notes within Skype. So take... Uh, Skype. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. I was going to say, take bookings. Oh, that that one interested me. I wondered how that was going to work. So, I, well, I don't know. and I, You probably don't either. But it was a, a, was it must be like some sort of calendar, calendar thing, um, I guess. Or... Do you know how it's going to take payments? Uh, um, it, it said that uh, online online payment platforms and Outlook allowing users to accept payments and take bookings and record notes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so um, that's Skype happen. users will also be able to search for businesses they would like to work with. Um, the platform features a dedicated profile page for small businesses to include information like pricing and business hours. Mm. Yeah, well, so they'll have like a profile page, I imagine, that you can – they can submit bookings and stuff like that on. I wonder if they're going to link that to their LinkedIn business they own now. Probably. <laughs> yeah, it's all sort of merging together for them. I just thought that was really good for, you know, your techie friends who want to charge for yeah. their... Yes. ...whatever, charge for their services or... Um, well, that's right. Position. We, we <laughs> highly recommend Skype, don't we, Glenn? That's why we record this show using it. No, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, with the... Yeah, I think that that is a, probably a, a fair fair point and a good idea, because you know, like a lot of people in their email footers or you know their signed offs or whatever you want to call it, um, they have their 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 Skype ID and you can contact people or businesses with through the Skype. And I guess yeah, you could run a some sort of tech support or something and uh, charge for you could. it. Yeah, well, like I said, I'm a I'm a singing teacher. <laughs> right, and I often often get caught maybe doing it online over Skype or something like that. So yeah, okay. I thought that's what sort of caught my attention. So how do you? Um, and it's also something that um, it's also something that nobody's really filled that gap with. Anybody that is is doing tutoring online or something like that, they're usually using other forms of payment systems or whatever, and they're sort of you know bundling all these different apps together to mm. to achieve one thing. 
Because if Skype can include that at all into one one platform, one process. Yeah, that's pretty easy. Because I know, like, I was, know. I was looking for a, a solution for a guy the other day where he wanted to, like, uh, he wanted to hold classes, you know, he, what, uh, yeah. some sort of class in his business. So he wanted, like, a booking calendar. Uh, he wanted that to sync up with his Outlook and all this sort of stuff. Uh, but so he could have it. So, yeah, as they were booking, that they could do the payment, you know, put the payment through whatever gateway that you wanted. Uh, but it, the person... Yeah, it wasn't a live interaction. I need your money, then we'll go on straight away, sort of thing. It was a, a book the course, turn up, or book and pay, and then turn up. But with this one, yeah. with the Skype, they can just go, uh, "Hey, one Jordan, process. yeah, you got you got five seconds. I've got a frog in my throat yeah. or something. <laughs> but yeah. I need to get rid of it. Can you? I'll give you, I don't know, twenty minutes. Can I pay for yeah. twenty minutes or something? Yeah. So that's uh, yeah. pretty good. That's good. Uh, yeah. Well, it saves you having to pull out other applications, like I said, yeah, yeah. To, to get the payment on or whatever. And how do you find Skype, like with audio quality? Does that sort of come into it? Does that worry you? Or like, because we've found uh, it's been a bit dodgy at times. It, it, yeah, look, I've only, I've only ever done it. Fine. Well, what was that, Chase? <laughs> Problem. Fine. Oh, fine. Yes. Like, I've only yeah, ever, that's only ever done. I've only ever done one or two lessons online. Um, most of mine are, are kind of, you know, the in real per- thing. But yeah, yeah, in person. But um, I've heard of a lot of people doing it for counselling and therapy and all right. sorts of things. Yeah, okay. Because I know this. What we're using the Zoom now, and it's becoming quite popular as well. So they'll probably take. To be honest, it. I'd never heard of it. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, you have now. Now you've used two it. You emailed, two you emailed me and said we use Zoom. I'm like, what's that? What's that? So, yes. Well, yeah, you, it's brilliant. A lot more stable than Skype. We found we we just got sick of things cutting out, stuttering, and it'd say your quality, your internet quality is too slow. So we're cutting you down, and you're getting blocky, and then audio. But that would be to do with come back again for yeah. five minutes. Go again, and we haven't had anything like that with Zoom at all. No, it's been pretty good. I wonder what Skype would be like if you had a good NBN connection. Yeah, yeah I don't I've know. Got a good NBN bad. connection. Yeah, no one else has. Yeah. <laughs> well, talking about the NBN, Tilshaw. Me, me and Milo would do the show from now on. Thanks, Glenn. <laughs> okay, no worries. <laughs> uh, talking about uh, NBN, Telstra gives broadband customers unlimited data. This is a turn up for the books, isn't it? Telstra has. What? <laughs> I know. So. If you go for a $99 plan or above with Telstra now, you are able to access unlimited data. Done, um, done it. Plan. Got it. You've already got it. Yeah, they switched me last week. So how much data do you use a month? I'm, I'm lucky to use 500 gig. Oh, we'd wouldn't, go through that easily. Wouldn't even use that. Yeah, like, and I, I sit here with... How many kids do you have, uh, Jordan? I've got two. Two guys. Age? Eight or nine and... 10, 9 and 11. Right. Well, yeah. Wait till they're 13. Yeah, and they're all downloading. <laughs> yeah. They're pretty internet connection. You know? Netflix, YouTube, you name it. Yeah. Well, I just got an email today from Telstra telling me that, that I've been paying for uh, um, faster internet I haven't been getting and that they're going to refund me oh. or I can go. Change, are you NBN? Or I can change my service, yeah. You yeah, are NBN. Those guys right. They said I can... Initially, they said, you know, you can pay an extra $15 and you can you can get up to 100 megabits a second. Um, mm. Or you can not pay the extra $15 and, and just get the standard 23 or 25 megabits. <coughs> so what's your average? What's your average? My, average? my average is about 72. That's okay. They and what about, email, what about the up speed? Up uh, speed's about, about what? About 38. Oh, yeah. That's not bad. Wow. But, you're, but, but it's said, still not what they're advertising. No, yeah. well, they said that. You can pay up. You can pay to have up to. 
mm-hmm. you know, up to 100 or up to, and, and your uploads are up to 40. So if they, and I think it was 50 megabits was 10 bucks an extra month. Right. Yes. So, so it was 25, 50 or, or 100. But so does, I'm sitting here thinking, does that mean that because I'm getting up to 100 and I'm over 50, I'm stuck paying the extra money anyway? Mm, maybe. That's a, that's a good point. So you would have fibre to the node or something like that? Fibre to the node, yeah. Yeah. That that's seems... not bad for a fibre to the node speed, really. Yeah. Because I'd expect it to be a lot slower than that. Do you know? Well, what... They said that my line speed should be 83, but I'm only getting 72. Do you know where your node it's is? Not a node, because you're just running cop. Sorry, sorry, you're just running copper though, aren't you? From the node to your place. Yeah. Do you know yeah, where? It's you... actually quite fast. Do you know where the node is? Like, is it close by? We don't know. Um. Yeah, I think it's it's not far. Yeah, about a kilometer. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's a reasonable distance still. Yeah. Well, not, I, look, you know, thousand if, meters is quite a distance. If I can get thirty-eight up, I'm happy with five up. Just so I can get back onto the Facebook yeah. Live. To tell you the truth, but um, yeah. Yeah, but, uh, well, but you know, your page yeah, on right. Facebook yeah. is terrible. You know, unless you've got a bloody, you know, black fibre into your house, mm. well, you know, it's just it's just inoperable. Well, I think Telstra must be starting to uh, feel the heat because I, I saw some stat through the week. There was something like 40,000 people switching over to the MBN per week. And, you know, like, and... <laughs> and Except for me and you. Yeah, I know. And, like, you know, Telstra's always n- notoriously been, you know... Yeah, ripping everyone a new one with their pricing and so forth. And so, like, and I, for one, like, I'm on Telstra now because I'm on cable. So I, I'm, there's no loyalty there when that comes, when my time comes to the NBN. Yeah, I'm looking around. Like, this unlimited data doesn't really affect me because, I'm, as I said, lucky to use 500 gig. Uh, um, I, look, I think I'm going to – I will stick with Telstra for one reason, one reason only. They, might, they buy more bandwidth than everybody else. Well, and that's, that's the reason that's they get that. Yeah. We did that on last week's show. They're the ones who are most likely to keep you going during peak times. Yeah, they're more that's co- exactly they're right. Better, well, better quality, aren't they? Was what I've always mm. and the quality as well and reliability. So I, I've got no problem sticking with them. Well, I think I'm going to do like a what I'm doing. You with get them. what you pay for. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to. I'm good with. I'm good with Sky Mesh. Sky Mesh. Never heard of them. <laughs> yep. That's is, that out of, is that out of Terminator? It <laughs> was Skynet. Yeah. Oh, Skynet, oh, right? But wasn't Close. wasn't Sky Mesh something Microsoft was doing? That's or Sky. Oh, it was just Mesh, was it? Just the Mesh. Yeah. Wasn't Google doing some Sky thing? Probably. They're all doing something with the Sky. Sky Drive. Yes, no, nah, yes, yeah, Sky Drive. But the, um, that became. Oh, you're talking about the app. I thought, yeah. No, nah, there was some about, Mesh. Oh, you talk about wireless internet there for a second. There's no, my broadband is Gomesh. That's the name of the company. Oh. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so anyway, traffic on uh, Telstra has surged 40% in the past year as we are using more and more MBN to stream entertainment. So, yeah, go and have a look at Telstra. Uh, they've got a new Telstra TV box or TV thing, streaming thing out if you're into that We've sort of thing. We've got one of those too. Yeah. Well, next year, the, get, a, get an Amazon Fire. Yeah, Watch Amazon Prime. The Telstra TV box works all right, but it's pretty limited. Is that the new one you've got? Or the, you got the uh, I don't know if it's the new. I only got it. I only got it like when I got my MBN, so it's not. I don't think it's new, new, but it's not old either. It's a yeah. cut down Roku box. Yeah, it's a Roku oh, that box. One. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, is it? I think I posted something on your on your Facebook page a while back about side loading <coughs> Plex into it. Yes, yes, oh, cool. that's right. Yes, I did see that. Yeah, because I, I think I asked the question because I wanted to see you if can I, put, mm. you can side load one app. And no more. So take your pick. Oh, exactly. 
did you get? What else have you got? All right. Amazon, the company, is talking with TV networks, movie studios, and other media companies about providing programming to service. Amazon Prime subscribers pay $99 per year for free shipping, but also access a mix of ad-free TV shows, movies, and original series such as Transparent and The Man in the High Castle. Is dabbling commercials on Prime to a very limited degree, putting ads inside National Football League games oh. this season, offering smaller opportunities for brand integrations. A version paid for by advertisers instead of subscribers could provide a new foothold in streaming video for marketers whose opportunity to run commercials are eroding as audience drift away from traditional TV and towards ad-free services like Netflix and Prime. So you could get a free ad-supported version of Prime Video. Do you ever... Do you ever see the day that Netflix is going to have ads? Things like, like you know. I hope not. Yeah, I know. Like you know, the, when Foxtel first came, the promise was no ads. Look at look at us. That's why you pay for TV. I, I don't think it will because no. Netflix have got the economies of scale. Hmm. They've got the right business model. They've got, the yeah, so. got two. They've got so many subscribers. Yeah. Um, Foxtel, remember when they first started? They just didn't have the market. It's only Australia, and That's only right. for people. Uh, cable, cable TV, and they had to lay cable, not in all, and then you had to get satellite. Yeah, yeah. So it was a very limited market. They wouldn't have survived without ads. Mm. Now, uh, Jordan, what else have you got? You got any more of that over there? No, I was going to touch on the um, on the the face ID thing, but we touched on that earlier. So, oh, yeah. well, you you can uh, touch on what? this one if you like. Uh, tech, we, yep. well, I was probably out of your state, so you probably don't really care. But anyway, tech giants are turning CBD Sydney CBD into Silicon Place. So oh, all, I did read something about that. Yeah, yep. they're all moving into Martin Place, Amazon, LinkedIn, Expedia. They're all uh, moving in. Uh, the tech invasion is what it's uh, been known as. Once the heartland of the, of the finance sector. So it's tightened the office rental market and helped drive down the city's vacancy rate to a near decade low. Who said we were coming into a recession, Eric? That's bloody crazy. The premium, uh, blah, blah, blah. Amazon, the latest to expand in Australia, has snapped up a sprawling nine-floor f- nine office in the uh, financial hub, sweeping views. Who's this? Amazon. Who did Amazon. that? Amazon. Ooh, good on. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, good. Go, Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> Jerry. Now, sprawling. Where's Jerry's office? Has he got nine floors in the city? In the city? His office is probably in Silverwater. Yeah. <laughs> Out at Randwick. Or somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, at the stables. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so Amazon's there. Log Me In has taken over two floors in a Martin Place building. Wow. Um, yeah, they're a, they're a rip-off. That also, uh, that building also houses a glitzy Tesla showroom in, in what it calls its new Asia-Pacific headquarters. Uh, Martin Place now also has Facebook and Alphabet Google among its residents. So, yeah. Yep. Wow, it's all going There you on. go. It's all going We've got on. nothing in Melbourne at all, have we? No, you got. I oh, know you, you have Daniel Andrews and a bit of crime. <laughs> I, I remember. <laughs> I, I remember. Oh, this is years ago now. That they wanted to. Someone wanted to paint or cement and paint the bottom of the Yarra, like, like blue. So what, looked, paint it what? What blue? So it looked clean. Yes. Just make it look nicer. Yeah, that's right. Why? Yeah. Why is it? Why is it? Why is it? <laughs> apparently, it's clean, but it looks dirty. Why yeah. is it dirty? Well, Why does it look like, dirty? What's on mud? They water scan it every year. It can't be that bad. Never, it's the mud, isn't it? never yeah. sunny there. No, there's no sunshine to shine on it. Yeah, it really, that's true. You yeah. get five minutes of sunshine a year. All right. Well, I think uh, we're going to lose you, Eric. So we. Uh... Yes, you are, mate. I'm right. four minutes overdue. All right. So we'll uh, wish you a good week, and we'll see you again soon. Thank you. Okay. Nice to meet you, Jordan. 
<laughs> yep. See you next time. See you all. See ya. All right. Bye. Bye. Now, when Eric logs out, that's going to uh, stuff all my cameras up. So just give me one second and we'll get everyone. Do you want me to go doing some reading while you're doing that? Uh, if you can, yeah, it'd be great. Yep. Interestingly, tech disruption -y tech companies like Uber and Twitter are a big part of the discourse and our daily lives, but neither of them make any profit. You know what? Once groundbreaking technology doesn't have any problems making bank year after year. That's right. It's pay phones. Oh. Most people now have a cell phone, so you may have wondered who still uses those rusted quarter-eating boxes. As it turns out, a lot of people do. According to the Canadian Radio, Television and Commun Telecommunication Commission's 2017 monitoring report, payphones in Canada made 22 million CAD in 2016. Wow. That spread out among nearly 60,000 payphones in the country, which made roughly $300 per payphone over the course of a year. That's at least a few calls per day each. The US numbers are similar. The FCC reports that in 2015, payphones made $286 million, which is comparable for a population 10 times the size of Canada's. That's amazing. What's that, a payphone? That's, well, it's a surprise. It's, uh, interesting. Oh, that, that's where you get your Telstra Wi-Fi hotspot, isn't it? Pretty that's much. That's what I just said. Yeah. Telstra yeah. Air. Telstra Air, that's it. That's not great <laughs> anyway, is it really? No, like it's never where you want it to be anyway. No. Uh, sometimes like I can probably, for whatever reason, just pick it up from where I am. It goes in and out, but I, it's a little fair way away. But yeah, it's never like it's never. You know, you want internet, you never can get it. But the four G. Never even tried it. I got twenty gigs a month, so what do I care? Yeah, well, you need you need to have a Telstra account, Telstra broadband, to be able to get broadband, it. Broadband, yeah. And well, I think I, I haven't, but I don't use it. Yeah, I don't use it. You get I've got eight gig a month now on the phone, and you, I'm always. You know, hanging around Wi-Fi anyway. So yeah, I've tried using it, but it never works. No, oh, I, I, it works. If so, what you've logged in and everything, and what you found that it just—I've got work. it all set up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Because I wanted to, I wanted to bridge my modem here and and not use it. But then I discovered that um, if I bridge my modem, I lose my phone and everything else, and Telstra Air and all that. So I haven't done it. But right, there's a way around yeah. it, but. Yeah, no, I don't know. I've um, I didn't do like no bridging or anything, so maybe something, something there. But yeah, I, I logged in. I could log in and go to the nearest payphone and get it. But yeah, like I think uh, payphones are just yeah. Who uses those these days? Just if you want to. Well, make that's what I mean. I'm kind of half tempted just to can it, and not use Telstra Air at all. Yeah, go back to bridging my modem. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't. Yeah, I just yeah, four G. I don't even bother if it's there or not. Uh, but yeah, yeah. but uh, I, I see payphones getting used to make anonymous police tip-offs. That's all I see them getting used for around the place. That's about it. Yeah, he's yeah. <laughs> FBI refused to ask Apple to unlock Texas shooter's phone. So after all the hullabaloo, like last yeah. year was it, or whenever it was with the San Bernardino. Shooting yep. or something, yeah. Uh, Apple refused to unlock the, the shooter's phone. There was a big court case. The FBI sent it over to Israel or somewhere. Sent the phone over there. Yep. Apparently, they hacked into it over there. Apple wasn't happy. They're saying, "Well, if you hacked in, you got to tell us how to do it." Uh, we're not happy. You know, security. Blah 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 blah. Well, anyway, so this Texas thing happens. So the FBI just go, "You know what? We're not even going to ask Apple." to do this because <laughs> they, they're they yeah. just going to tell us to go jump in the lake. So we're not even going to ask and forget about them. But guess what? Apple came, they, they found out that the FBI didn't want a bar of them. So they've, they've, made, they've pushed a statement out and says, 
Our team immediately reached out to the FBI after learning from the press conference that investigators were trying to access the mobile phone. We offered assistance and said we would expedite our response to any legal process they sent us. So that's just, I think that that is just, I think it's all become political in the in the from the yeah. from the point yeah. of that they've come out with this statement to make them look good when it last time it was uh, they wanted to look good because they wanted to, everyone to know their phone was secure so that was the stance they took then now they're taking yeah. a different stance I think it's all BS like that's rubbish I think what they were, what one of the things they were saying this time is if you took the phone back to the guy's house it would connect to the Wi-Fi and automatically sync with the t- Apple servers and then they might be able to do something there. Well, one of the uh, other things they were saying is, well, why couldn't they just, you know, get the phone, put the fingerprint of the guy because yeah. they, they, he shot himself or something. Why not just put, you know, get him to open the phone? But they're himself? not checking for pulse or anything like that in the fingerprint scanner, which you would think would be good because <laughs> if someone is holding, is going to mug you for your phone, they might chop your thumb off while they're at it. Mm. Well, that's always the the worry, isn't it? You know, with all these. What's going to happen with Face a, ID? Yeah, well, that's that right. Of, <laughs> yes. That was the episode of Red Dwarf where they wanted to get onto a ship and they had this guy's arm that they cut off and they put it on the panel yeah. and scanned it. Yeah. Well, that's right. That's it what just makes, it makes me think about Face ID, doesn't it? It's like they're going to chop off their heads and hang them up to the. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> that's right. Well, I've seen I've seen that on a movie where they. Although, don't... if they had their eyes closed, it doesn't work apparently. Oh. oh, you get the matchsticks. Have you seen that movie, Face Off? <laughs> Face yeah. Off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Now, uh, Trump and his tweets. Now, we also obviously oh, all, heard, we all heard about oh, yeah. Trump Does and his he tweets. tweet? I haven't heard about that. What's yeah. going on? This every every now and then he tweets. He's actually, he's just about every to Every now wake. and then, all day and night while yeah. he's watching the news. He's about to wake up, so they should start in a minute. Uh, you hear, you'll, hear me, you'll hear me phone go off. Now, anyway, yeah. anyway, <laughs> Trump and his tweets. So you might be thinking, yeah, yeah, but he hasn't been quiet, even though he's been in China. What's going on? Because in China, Trump, uh, uh, China bans Facebook, Twitter, um, and all those sort of stuff. So how is he tweeting from China? So the, the question came up. Uh, what else do they block? They block Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp. They're all blocked or disrupted. Uh, many people circumvent China's firewall by virtual private networks, though the government is now cracking down on them. wouldn't know how to them. do that. No, no. That's too complicated. VP what? So, Vice President, is that what you're saying? Vice President of the network, VPN? <laughs> that's him. Now, ahead of Mr. Trump's arrival, China's Vice Foreign Minister, Zheng Zhengangi, assured reporters he would be able to tweet as much as he wants, saying, we take everything into account on receiving foreign, head, foreign heads of state, so you should have no reservations about Mr. Trump's ability to keep in touch with the outside world. Journalists travelling with uh, Mr. Trump have found that that they can access Twitter on their mobile phones as long as they are using 3G or 4G roaming networks on a foreign foreign SIM. Uh, in practice, foreign officials visiting China are told to follow strict guidelines and have sometimes been advised <laughs> against using their own phones or laptops in the country. So I think uh, there was another one today, wasn't there, a tweet he sent out and said uh, he was thinking of all the guys in uh, somewhere where the last shooting massacre was instead of where the... The current one yeah. was, yeah. So uh, I don't the, know. all that terrible bowling green massacre he was talking about as well. It was dreadful. Yeah, so he was, he, he was picking on um, the North Korean. Oh, yes. I read that one today. He's like, "Why won't he be Korean. my friend? I want him to be my friend, and he Korean. won't. He's so mean. Yeah. I don't like it." 
called him short and fat or something. Yeah, and uh, and so because of that, old Kim's gone out and said, right, that's it. Uh, I've I've put a, a a death warrant out for Trump's death or something. You know, he goes, that's he it. Had- that's the last straw. Don't worry about <laughs> yeah. bombing the country. You call me fat, you're dead. <laughs> so he's gone. Um, now, uh, Jace, did you have any more? I've got probably one. One more or so? I think that's it for me. All right. Well, I'll, I'll go on with mine because there's another good little one here. Although I didn't imagine, I didn't actually quite get it to work. But the Twitter bot will colorize your black and white photos in seconds for free. Now, there's a colorized bot. If you tweet a photograph of a black and white a black and white photo, it will transform it into a Technicolor Wonderland. The best part is it's super fast. Well. Not far as I couldn't get it to go. I, I tweeted at a uh, black and white photo, but it look from from what you can see, from what I've read, from what other users have said, it works. There's a there's a sample there if you're on the video. Colorized bot uses a pre-made neural network that's been trained on a large data set of 4.5 million images. Uh, the end result is one that's amazingly accurate. Uh, the final product is one that looks pretty realistic, although it's obvious the pictures have undergone a process to transform them. Uh, they don't look too bad. I think they look really good. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's oh, if you've got a black and white and you want to see what it looks like, I think that'd be pretty close. Yeah, um, yeah I think yeah, that's good. It's pretty good. I think it was made by two young guys, uh, you know, like 18 and 19 or something. So all you've got to do is tweet your photo to at ColorizeBot. Now, there seems to be a bit of confusion on how you actually spell that. Uh, so I tweeted it to both. And I have nothing back. <laughs> Let me check. <laughs> I'll just check now. I bet they've been they've been testing it on um, Reddit for a while because people put photos there all the time, and someone's written a bot there, and now it's uh, set it up so that it'll connect to Twitter and can colorize things there as well. Right. Yeah. So um, oh look, I'll just try and log into. I'll just try and log in here and see if it's responded to me. I don't think it has though. Because uh, I know there's some people on the YouTube that colorize old shows, and apparently they just do it frame by frame by frame by frame. Yep. That'd be so painful. How fun would that be? Oh, that is so painful. Oh, I can't. I don't know my password, so I won't worry about that. But I'll let, look, I'll let you know. <laughs> I'll, I'll uh, tweet it on the at Aussie Techheads if if it sent me back the the colorized version. I'll see what goes on. All right, sure. cool. Has anyone else got anything? Jace, Jordan, good. No, I think if I'm ever back again, I'll try and stock up a bit more. No, that's all right because we're 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 out of time anyway, so it's perfect. That's <laughs> perfect. Uh, it's all good. Cool. Well, well, thanks for coming on, Jordan. Good to yeah, meet no you. No worries. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, and uh, yeah. If so, what do you? So you're a singing coach. What do you want to plug anything? Are you looking for? Oh, I, I actually I sing. Um, I sing at Crown in Melbourne nice. quite a lot. Yeah, um, right. and cool. I teach singing as well. I'm also um, what kind, kind of music? Of, you know, um, just covers, just it, it just covers. I'm singing at a, a singles ball um, for about nice. four and a half thousand yeah, people on yeah, Saturday right. night. Uh, rock or pop or it's out in the country, out in the middle of nowhere. I think they're all camping in tents and oh, wow. unless it's going to be quite a quite are you, a long night. Are you camping? Um, no, I won't be, but I think it'd be fun to kind of sit back and watch everybody watch else yes. themselves. Yeah. Yes, I went to a fortieth. It was a camp over. Uh, yeah. yeah, that was that was hard enough. Was out in the middle of <laughs> people camping in the middle of a paddock is going to be quite yeah. Quite a, quite a I hope they don't snore. That'd be pretty noisy. 
<laughs> that should be fun. So I do that. I'm teaching. I'm just doing whatever I can, you know, and I'm loving my tech yep. stuff as you. Yeah. Reading the news. Yeah. I don't even read the real news. I think I just read the tech news. I don't worry about anything else. Yeah. Well, that's that right. is the real news. Yeah, it is the real news. Everything yeah. else is fake news. That's right. I'll listen to, listening to, uh, listen to your podcast in the car on the way to work on a Saturday night or whatever. Well, now oh, yeah, you can nice. listen to your podcast. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I want to hear it back again. No. <laughs> no, it's always a bit dodgy, isn't it, listening to yourself? Yeah, probably listen back and go, why did I say that for? Yeah, don't. <laughs> but anyway, that's Such good. A fool. That's good. All right, so, yeah, well, thanks, yeah. thanks, Jordan. Well, we hope... I had fun. It's a first-time experience. Never done it before, so. Yeah, cool. Well, we hope to see you again for sure. It's been really, yeah, absolutely. Been really good to have you. And thanks. Yeah, lots of yeah, good stuff. And thanks, Jace. Thanks for coming in. And we'll see you no again worries. soon Glad as well. All right. And I think... See how I go next week. There's supposed to be power cuts Wednesday and Thursday, I think, or is it Tuesday, Wednesday? I hope Oh no. Thursday. But um, they reckon they're going to put a big truck around the corner here with a generator on it and try and keep us going overnight, but you never know. So What's I might that? end up on my laptop and... Streaming through the Wi-Fi's and you never know your luck. 4G. Never know your luck in a big city. All right, I'm, so I'm vol- hoping they're going to fix my solar problem that they keep putting too much voltage into my inverter and it automatically shuts down for safety oh. about twelve to twenty times a day, which means it's not generating electricity oh. and I'm using the grid in those times. So do you have to yeah. manually go out and start it? No, it detects too much voltage coming in and then it um, shuts itself down and then waits a few minutes and comes back again and tries again. The explanation I've got from um, solar people is that because there's so many people in this area using solar, they're putting so much back into the grid again and the grids get the voltage keeps going up and then it sends it into your inverter um, from the outside and then there's too much it doesn't limit it what it's sending in they're supposed to go around and make sure everyone's getting a safe voltage but instead the inverter's like oh that's too much i'm programmed to not over exceed incoming voltage so i better shut down then it waits a bit comes back again goes for a couple of minutes oh there's too much voltage shut down so it's very annoying i should be getting a lot more solar generate a lot more going back into the grid but i can't because the Inverter keeps rebooting. So how do you have you have you had a bit? You've had a bill since you've had the things put on. Um, I had one bill, but it was still part um, solar, part grid. So hopefully the next one I'll see something different. Yeah, nice, cool. All right, okay. Well, that's the story. Maybe, maybe not next week, but we'll see how how Jace okay. goes with his <laughs> with his power. All right, good stuff. All right then. Uh, thanks everyone for downloading or watching on the YouTube, and we hope to see you again soon. So until then, it's uh, bye from all of us. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye bye. See you later.